Come on and give God some praise. Let's lift up a voice of triumph. The word of the Lord says, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praises shall continually be in my mouth. My soul shall make her boast in the Lord. Let the humble hear about it and be glad. Elsewhere, the psalmist says, bless the Lord, O my soul, and forget not all of his benefits. Has the Lord done anything for anybody on this afternoon? Has the Lord done anything for anybody here? Listen. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So this, uh, this afternoon, I was just like, I don't feel like coming to church. What's this for? What, we, what is this all about? But listen, as I was in rehearsal, it was for, it was, I got the point. We come to church, we come to gather together to bless the Lord, to remind ourselves of his benefits, to remind ourselves of how good he's been, to be with sisters and brothers and lift our voices, to sing, to rejoice, to hear God's word, to receive God's word. That's what I came to do. And that's what you came to do, whether you know it or not. So listen, God is certainly worthy of and deserving of our praise, whether we're in the mood or not in the mood. Does honey understand if you're not in the mood? But he's worthy of the stretching up of our hands. He's worthy of the lifting of our voices. He's worthy of a little bit of social discomfort. Our God is truly worthy, 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 worthy to be praised. Hey, my name is Aaron Rose. I'm well, one of the pastors here. So glad that you guys came out to our large gathering. This is the time we are giving God praise, praying within for each other, hearing God's word, receiving God's word, and responding to God's word with joyful and loving obedience. Uh, any first timers here today? Hey, welcome. Glad to see you guys. Welcome, 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 welcome. We got about, you know, an hour and a half left, so get comfortable. Uh, we ha it's our choir Sunday today. It's the first Sunday back after summer. So this is a really great time. We're so glad that you guys came out to worship with us. So if you would, bow your heads in prayer with me. Father, we thank you. We bless you. We extol you. We glorify you. You are worthy of all praise, all honor, all glory, God. The kingdom is yours forever and ever. You are enthroned forever and ever. You are good forever and ever. You are worthy forever and ever. You are holy forever and ever. Your, your greatness knows no match, God. Your greatness goes beyond compare, God. And we bless your holy name. We gather in, also, in reverence of your your awesome glory, God. We gather with humble hearts, God, with hearts that are lifted up to you. God, I pray that you would be enthroned here in this gathering. God, I pray that you would be king here for this next couple of hours. God, I pray that you would be glorified, God, and I pray that your people would be edified and built up, God. Lord, would you come visit your people? Would you come and see about your people, God? Would you send a wind of refreshing in this room in the name of Jesus? Your people need your spirit. We need your power, we need your presence, we need your love, we need your guidance, God. We can't move without you, we won't go nowhere without you, God. We'll stay right here until you come and see about us, Lord. We love you, we honor you, we praise you. We ask all these things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, amen. Okay, so I, this isn't on the program. But I want to teach the end of this real quick. So the never would a rock cry out. So the words say never would a rock cry out in my place. He's worthy of all my praise. And it's kind of like God's going to get praised regardless. Yeah! Like just as Aaron just said, no matter what, if we feel like it or not, God's going to get the praise. And what's not going to happen is these little rocks that ain't got no limbs or minds or anything are going to give God praise for me in my stead. And so I want us to practice that line. So I want you all to sing that with us. So that in, when that part comes, you can really concentrate on what it means that in this moment, I'm giving God all the glory, honor, and praise that he deserves, and nothing else is going to speak out in my stead. Amen? So soprano say, <clears throat> I'm not going to sing it. I need y'all to do it. Ready? Never end. If you sing high, this is you. Never Father, we thank you for answering our prayers, Father. In advance, we thank you.
Because you alone are God and there's nobody We relax in you. We rest in you. We know that you alone are God. You are God. And I like to say, like Pastor Don always say, open your arms, your hands, and thank you for loving me. Thank you for loving me, for caring about me. You're not here by accident. Thank you so much. For you are good and your mercy. Hallelujah. Amen. Anybody like you feel like you're a handy person? You good? Anybody like that? This could help me out. Anybody? Chris Lee, come and help me. <sighs> just take a moment and just, just, just uh, position your heart towards God. Amen. Would you do that? If you don't know what that is, just ask God, right? Get that to come up. Thank you very much. <laughs> you know, you, you got to know yourself, right? Like, see how quick, easily he did that? I knew I would have been like fumbling with it for like a long time. <sighs> Father God, I just, this is scary. Uh, hey, Sam, Sam, I saw you come in. Where are you? Where did you go? Yes, you, right there. Come in, man. All right. Sam sent me a text. Sam sent me a text, so don't blame it on me. This that, that was the other Sam. Good. It was you. Why don't try to trick me? <laughs> so here's our running joke, right? So Sam says, out, where are you? Where are you? He's not here today. So both of them text me a lot, and I get them mixed up all the time because I got both of them just Sam in the phone. So it was him. Just, just read this text. To let people know, Pastor Don is not crazy, that God talks to you and tells you stuff like that. All right. Um, I just spent time with God this morning. And with this, what I felt like in my heart. It says, none of your words are going to fall through the ground today. Uh, they're going to pierce the hearts and souls of men and branch. I feel the Lord wants to declare some over EEF as you speak today. He's got people who pray, but not many who declare. Seven says, for the Lord does nothing without revealing his secret to his servants, the prophets. He said, God gave the revelation to the prophets. They spoke it, and then God was released in the earth. God is to have happen, I believe, so that it may. Hold on. Father God, I thank you for Sam. I thank you for the courage it takes to believe that you hear something from God. Courage is hard as a new father, his family expanding, God, and just so grateful that you sent his family here to be a part of this. Humbled by how I see him pursuing God. In Jesus' name, amen. You can put the first slide up. Would you clap your hands loud for Elena? Elena. Elena. Um, I don't know what's going to happen today. I have a thousand slides, just about. I mean, I always do this. And, uh, and uh, Elena, I, don't, I mean, you know what, I just can't say it right. The, the, uh, what's the, what's the Urban Doxology kids, 
would tease me almost every week because I would mess her name up. But let me tell you something. I'm trying to get us to realize something is going on here that's way past all of us. I, I was driving down the road, coming here, and I was just thinking about the fact that, I mean, we got like amazing preachers. I mean, people who preach the word of God. Elena is a gifted, amazing speaker. Goes all around doing stuff for Arabine. She's in here doing the slide. I'm sitting here, and um, Rob Dennison comes up and reads, go to the next slide. That's what he just read. I was like, did he know? Well, he might have known because he on, he's on staff, and I, I said this at staff meeting. And this is eternal life, that they know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I'm going to say a lot of stuff today. You're so sweet. Look at you. Why are you looking at me? I'm going to say a lot of stuff today, and some of it is going to be irritating. But just remember this. Just remember that. And if, if you were going to meetings, whatever, you, you know, just doing stuff, but, but are not clear on whether or not you know God, or whether or not you know Jesus Christ, you're missing it. And forgive us and forgive churchianity for making you think this is about something other than that. And then I'm going to press you a little further. If somebody came up to you and asked you, do you know God, what would you say? Do you know Jesus? What would you say? And if, if right now you're saying you're a follower of Jesus and your answer is, well, um, I don't want to act like I know God, that's false humility. Of course I don't mean you know everything about God. If you think that, that's P-R-I-D-E. But if you're not confident enough to say that you know God, that you know Jesus, that you have a relationship, all right, here's my address, 507 Mosby, Richmond, Virginia, 23223. Here's my phone number, 804 3390745 If you want to be introduced to Jesus and God come and sit on my porch I'm done trying to This is Does that make sense? But I don't like this church. Them elders don't know what they're doing. You are correct. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we, we know that. We be like, yep, that's true. <laughs> Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Hey, you know, we, I, I, I try to convince the elders all the time, like, don't for a moment think that you can get this right. 
they killed Jesus. Sometimes I don't know what Bible we be reading. So, I've already used up 25 slides, and I haven't went about two but one. I mean, this is how this goes all the time. You see? So all I'm going to do is just try to talk to you. And more than that, today, I, I want to say to you, what, when I do get to some slides, I want to say to you, the only credibility I have is that I actually try to live what I'm talking about, what you're going to see today. I actually try to live it. And I got people in here today, some of my friends that are here, that actually do this way better than me. My friends, Pastor Marty and Lewis Williams, we see them back there, wave, wave your hand. Look, look, thank you. I mean, dear, dear, dear friends, I have sit at their table so many times where their home has modeled that they're a part of the kingdom of God. I have another dear friend here, Audrey, Donald Hopkins. Wave y'all, wave y'all hands there. And they got their family. You got that, got a youngster with them too. They got that sign with Again. Go back to the slide. Go back to the first one, please, for me, Lana. The ecclesia, the church, met in home. Now, let me give a disclaimer. That's all I'm saying. If something in your mind is telling you something else, nope, that's it. <laughs> Don't whatever the other thing. You know, I feel it. I feel it coming. Like so, you saying? So you saying? No, I did not say that. Just, just cast it off because it want to get on you. Every time you try to talk about this stuff, that other thing try to jump on you. You saying, you saying you against something? No, I did not say that. Beautiful lady who did the prayer. I have been at her table, her and Bobby, their table. So, I mean. Great day. I mean, we we just living life in our home. Years. My friend Wendell over here, wave your hand, Wendell. Same thing. Wendell amazes me. Wendell gets around better than me. Because he loves being spiritual family. He'll do whatever it takes. So, I want to share some verses and all of that. <sighs> go, to the, go to the next slide. And the one after that. Yeah, here we go. He said to them, but who do you say that I am? Now, this is Jesus talking. Simon Peter replied, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered him, Blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah, for flesh and blood has not revealed this to you, but my Father who is in heaven. What do you know about Jesus that has been revealed to you by Father God? You read the whole Bible, there was a verse that says this, God is no respecter of persons. Ladies and gentlemen, Peter was not born of a virgin. He received revelation from God. And then we know Peter had a lot of jacked up stuff with him. But God still revealed stuff to him. What about you? What has God revealed to you? Because today's message is going to be one of those kind of messages too. I'm going to, you know, read verses and all that stuff. But at the end of the day, it's are you positioned for God to reveal to you what he is trying to say to you about whatever's being communicated here today? Because flesh and blood, ladies and gentlemen, I am in flesh and blood, actually too much flesh. <laughs> I'm telling you. And don't t look, look, can I work you? Can I work you? 
Look, every time I get up here to preach, I have to battle the fact that my body physically does not model the kingdom of God. Me not taking care of my temple is a disgrace. So what right do I have to get up here and yell at you about doing the Bible and all of that? I have no right. We'll go to the next thing. So speak and so act as those who are to be judged under the law of liberty. For judgment is without mercy to one who has shown no mercy. Mercy. That's how I get to stand. By the mercy of God. A few months ago, I'm out there, you know, I'm, you know, you know me. I think, you know, I, you know, I'm like serious, boy. I'm for God. I'm not playing around. I read my Bible. I pray. I seek the Lord. And the Lord said, um, Hey, Don, just want to remind you, dude, don't get my grace and mercy. Don't be saying stuff is the grace of God when it's actually my mercy. Don't say I'm giving you what you don't deserve when actually what's going on I'm not giving you what you do deserve. He's a merciful God. And so again today, you know, because people get offended quick. Especially, you know, when a dude like me is kind of preaching like, you know, like I know what I'm talking about. Literally, again, all day today, in my natural family, y'all don't. If I showed you this text that I got from somebody I love, you would you couldn't believe it. But I I understand that this is where I'm living now. <laughs> Mercy triumphs over judgment. I'm not going to allow somebody judging me to cause me to then judge them. So you're, you're safe today. If you hear something and it feels like Pastor Don is beating up on me, that's all in your mind. Because I'm not. I'm just speaking to you the truth I see from here. And for us, we have to accept the fact that what we want is to grow in the things of God. We don't want to stay the same. We don't want to keep doing what we've always done and expecting a different result. So Sam read what he read. And that just blessed my heart. I'm sitting at home. I get this text saying, hey, God want to speak through you today. I'm like, okay, cool. Then I get here. I'm minding my own business. Come here, sir. Tell them how you got here today. I just typed in house. Fellowship. We have church. Next slide, please. I'm just telling you, pay attention, listen. If you are here and you are not experiencing 
gathering in homes with people, would you please consider it? It's biblical. You won't see all the slides, but if you would like, <laughs> if you would like, no, I have printed it out for somebody who come to me and say, hey, Pastor Don, I would love those scriptures. I got them for you. Because it's a lot. But look at this, look at this. When the day of Pentecost arrived, they were all together in one place. And suddenly, there came from heaven a sound like a mighty rushing wind, and it filled the entire... Where were they? Where were they? They were... That's crazy, man, right? You know how many times I read that and thought they were at church? Craziness, man. And it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Tongues, fire appeared, and rested on each of them. When this thing was birthed, called the ecclesia, okay, the church, don't freak out. They were at the house. Now, I'm sure there's probably some great, we got, we, again, we have brilliant people, okay? So we, I know there's scholars here who will go, well, Don, let me explain to you the house, when that said house, it meant, that, you know, okay, I get it. Probably not the typical house we have. Okay, all right. <laughs> you know, you got to work with smart people, man. You got to work with them. But still, but still, please, I've lived this long enough to know God shows up in houses, in homes, in households. That's what he wants to do. Break free from your churchy entity that you need to go somewhere else. So that when you go somewhere else, you actually have something to bring when you get there. Because you live with him. What I did not say again. Is that it's okay if sometimes you do come to a large gathering and you need to receive. Clap your hands, everybody. Don said that's it. Huh. Whew. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Protect me from those questions. Next slide. And let all the house of Israel therefore know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ. The house of Israel, again, were the people of God, the original people of God. Just like today, ladies and gentlemen, I want to tell you a lot of times now, all, all, all for months now, I've been listening to Acts chapter 1 through six, just listening to it over and over and over and over and saying, God, I want to know what it was like when this was birthed. And one of the things I, I discovered is that the house of Israel, the people who at that time felt like they were the people of God, when Jesus came and brought in what God had sent him to bring in, it was those people who were the ones who were complaining the most about him. And I'm telling you today, this message that you're hearing today about God using households, God moving in homes, there will be religious people who will say, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? Why are you doing that? God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. Now when they heard this, they were cut to the heart and said to Peter and to the rest of the apostles, brothers, what shall we do? And Peter said to them, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the forgiveness of your sins, and you will receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Next slide. Somebody said that was in the Bible, what he just read. Said it. So would you please ask God, what are you talking about? Thank you. One person still with me. When, when, they, when they receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, what is that, God? What is that? 
For the promise is for you and for your children and for all who are afar off. Ladies and gentlemen, we represent the all who were afar off. That was a long time ago and now it's today. That was afar off. That was talking about us. Everyone whom the Lord our God calls to himself. Have you been called to God? As a matter of fact, go to work tomorrow and they ask you, say, well, what did you do yesterday? You know, I realized God has called me to himself. Why would I do that, Pastor Don? They would think I'm crazy. That's correct. Stop trying to live with Clark Kent Christianity, man. And with many other words, he bore witness and continued to exhort them, saying, save yourselves from this crooked generation. Ladies and gentlemen, very similar to us today, what is going on, you know it, I know it, that there are people who are questioning followers of Jesus because other followers, so-called followers of Jesus, are endorsing foolishness. We know right now, and there's no, no pet on our back, but this room does not represent the typical gathering of people who are saying they are followers of Jesus. Because the majority of time, you know what it would look like. All this or all that. And you can't find that in the Bible. Read the book of Revelation. All of us planning to go to heaven. There are people going to be shocked. Wait a minute. What, 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 what? They're not sections? No. We're all together bowing before the king. Thy kingdom come, thy will, the little kids that prayed it. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on as it. Hello? You can act dumb, deaf, and blind, but don't come on. Stop playing. This is real, ladies and gentlemen. Will we be willing? Will we be willing to press ourselves to like, no, I will not settle for less. Well, Pastor Don, you know, you, man, don't worry about all of that. I'm talking about you. What you going to do? Flesh and blood can't reveal it. It has to be by revelation. What has God shown you? Well, I'm going to another church. God bless you. As a matter of fact, we're going to celebrate with you because I'd rather you do that than be here complaining. Uh, I, yep. He said it. The elders are like, all right, now we got a mass exodus. We're already struggling. My God. <laughs> look, look, look. So, look, let me tell you, I'm going to work this all the way, man. I'm going to have fun because I ain't coming back for a long time. Or just like, look, look, look. So Aaron, so Aaron's like, yo, pass it on, pass it on. We want you to, we want you to, uh, to speak when, you know, we're coming back from the summer. We want you to speak. And I was like, mm-hmm. You sure are. No, I tried to warn her. I tried to warn her. Nope. No, we want you. I want you. Okay, here we go. Save yourselves from this crooked generation. So those who received his word were baptized and they were added that day about 3,000 souls. And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching and the fellowship, to the breaking of bread and prayers. Boom. And we all came upon every soul and many wonders and signs were being done through the apostles. And all who believed were together and had all things common. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread. If you are a part of this, whatever, this is what we're going after. I'm, I mean, I was just with, like, the, the house church leaders training. And I just, I was like, man, these people are, like, serious about ministering to one another in their home. So if you're not in one, you need, you need to consider it. I'm telling you. And look, like I told you, I live this. I live this all, I live this so much it's like crazy. Like the Hopkins, I told you, I'd be with them. We'll gather five or six couples in the home. God be like showing up yesterday. They had a women's prayer meeting. 
Kim Lee was there. She sent me a text today about how God just met her, set her free. This stuff is real, man. I don't see them here today. But look, let me tell you something else. If you're a part of this local church and you're not like meeting with people and hearing their story, you, you are missing it. Gerard back there, you need to, you need to like say, Gerard, can I, can I take you to lunch and just hear his story? Kyle right here. Where you hang, Kyle? Kyle right here. <laughs> you need to go to lunch with him and just say, Kyle, just, you know, and be nice. Like, say, what's your favorite thing, Kyle? You know, just treat him nice. You know, don't, don't, be, don't be skimping, you know, bless the brother. John, 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 John Harvard, wave your hand, bro. You need to go like, tell me your story. If you're struggling with, is God real? Is the power of God still at work today? If you're wondering about all of that, talk to those two, those three. And then with my boy Lawrence, my boy Lawrence and Gigi, ask, talk to him and Gigi together. Their story is sick. They should not be sitting beside each other. They should not be married. Only by the power of God. But, you, but if you don't know, you just think, oh, look at them. Aren't they cute? You know, everybody said that about Gigi. Ain't she cute? No, no, no. It's more than that, buddy. These people had to fight to stay together. They had to fight to be with Jesus. Because the thief cometh not but to kill, steal, and destroy. You see, I'm crazy like this because I know all their stories. I know what God is doing. This dude, Duke, he's not here today. Duke. Got drafted to the NBA, all this crazy, ended up in Europe, balling, lost, pretty much lost his mind. Was standing on Bannister Cliff, leaning over to kill himself. He said he felt the arms of God catch him. When he woke up, he was back in the house. Then he went to prison. And what he would do every day is wake up and curse God. Every day. That was his thing. Till finally, like this today. Either you're going to show me you God. So I don't know what it, I, don't, I can't remember what his else was. But what happened is God came into his cell. I think he pretty much, I think, I think he said he was laughing. Close to two hours. His cellmate was like, Lord. But he had a revelation of Jesus Christ. If you get a chance, you want to meet Duke. You want him to tell you. You want, because see, again, friend, I'm like done. I'm done. This is real. Okay? And we're not going to allow churchianity or religiosity to get in the way of what God actually wants to do. But it ain't for everybody. You understand that? It's just not for everybody. And I want to pray. I'm going to pray right now for all the people who are here, who are part of this place, and who, you know, you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm saying? Some of you are saying. But you know you fought to stay here. When people you love deeply have said, Father God, I pray for your grace right now to come on those who decided, yeah, I, I, this, this is where I'm supposed to be. This has nothing to do with right or wrong, good or bad, what church is bad. This is, I mean, the whole shopping cart church is no such thing anyway. He sets the members in the body as his spirit will. So people need to know that they've been set here by God. Or you ain't going to make it here, buddy. Because it ain't going away. Well, one day, Easton going to be a nice church, and we're going to just love each other. And they're going to be, doo, doo, doo. no, not happening. Because you can't find that in the Bible. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers, against spiritual wickedness. Ladies and gentlemen, we are at war. And our number one weapon that we have is unity. And when we walk out of unity, 
because we want something other than what the Bible declares that the church or the ecclesia should be, we find ourselves biting and devouring one another. Read the book of Galatians. It's in there. I had to bring it out at an elders meeting one time. Stop it. And it was all rooted around what? I'm right, you wrong. Somebody. We're brothers. In the early church, what was crazy about it, what? They had all things common. How many of you read the Bible and say stuff like this? Man, I wish I could see those kind of miracles. Let me be honest. You, you ever done that before? You see that? Because it's so nice. Yeah, I've done it. <laughs> well, here's a miracle that they had. You want to see that one? Let me read this one. Let me read this miracle. Today. And they were selling their possessions and belongings and distributing the proceeds to all as any had need. And day by day, attending the temple together and breaking bread in their home. They received their food with glad and generous hearts. Let me say, I'm giving you a description, right? That's, that happened to the early church. Could it happen in 2019? Could we love one another enough to make sure that no one has need? I was, I was, you know, so we were at the, uh, again, I told you, we were at the house church leaders training thing. And I'm telling you, Ilana, did I say it right? I was like, oh, I can't, it's disgraceful, man. I just, it's like, I'm dyslexic, something wrong with me, man. Say it again. Elena and Lawson, you know, they were like the lead, they were like working on their thing for their house church, and they were just having too much fun. They just laughing and giggling, and then they go say stuff like this, crazy stuff. Like, yeah, we should put all our checkbooks together. I said, what the what are y'all talking about? They had all things common. Praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord, what happens? What happens when they, when they had this kind of experience, what happened? The Lord. The Lord. Ladies and gentlemen, I believe we're on the brink of something beyond us. If you haven't prayed for the elders, be praying now. Because we're getting ready to come back. We're getting ready to do some things. And I'm telling you, when God makes it absolutely clear, I believe we will be properly positioned for this. And the Lord added to their number day by day. Those who were being saved. You see, my friend, I want to say this specifically if you are under uh, 30. The world don't have nothing for you. Okay? I know you're frustrated with churchianity. But I'm going to tell you. best thing you got to go after. I don't care how much churchianity and y'all, you know, you know. I know what y'all young people be saying about us. Whatever in us that ain't like Jesus, that ain't Jesus. Jesus is on the one. And this local church, as long as I'm a part of it, we're going after Jesus. And some things about to be released to another level here. Get ready, get ready. And I stole it from TDJ. Get ready, get ready, get ready. All right, go ahead. Go ahead, next slide. Um, it should be, what time is it? Lord, have mercy. Say it again. I'm 38. What is on this paper? They did have. Oh, I'm past that time. <laughs> well, you know, you should check that time, bro, before you start going, right? All right. Well, praise the Lord. All right. There we go. No, I promise you. you you're going to get out here before tomorrow. I promise you that. 
And when they had prayed, all right, seriously, and when they had what? And when they had what? Ladies and gentlemen, I want to, I want to, the Bible says give honor to whom honor is due. I want to thank Leslie and I want to thank Sister Abigail because I appreciate, and boy, I appreciate people who are willing to stay at prayer. We have prayer one hour before this gathering. We have prayer on Tuesday nights. Where are we going, ladies and gentlemen? You're going to need a prayer life. If you're struggling with your prayer life, 507 Mosby Street, 3390745. I'm with you. Oh, uh, where's Cassandra? Cassandra. Oh, she left. God, she would have been a testimony from me. Ian, where Ian at? There go Ian. Stand up, Ian. No, come here. Quick, Ian. Quick, quick, quick. Come on. Move, 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 move. Go, 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 go. No, because again, I just, I just like, the Lord just told me, just, you know, Don, just keep it real. Ian, what did you do this week? Tell him. I came up to his porch to see him, and. And then what did you do? Because I watched you. What did you do after that? After you left my porch, what did you do? I went to Jefferson Park and prayed. Come on, young brother. I'm sorry, bro. Hey, Dave, man, I'm saying, what the well? Look, and he didn't even tell me he was going and pray. I was sitting on my porch because this is the, see, the reason I'm like this, because miracles are happening in my life. I was sitting on my porch with a 56-year-old white dude who had had a conversation with his 24-year-old daughter about the statues on Monument Avenue, and she had blew his mind. She said, Daddy, your problem is you're 56 and white. That's why you can't empathize with the African-American people, bruh. She didn't say, bro. I said, bro. And he was like, what the happened to my He went to another brother that he know. said, hey, man, I need to, I need to talk to an African-American, bro, and just try to figure out what's, what's up with me. I got the That was me. And man, we had a miraculous conversation. A 56-year-old wife humbling him to hear from an American because he's a therapist who works with people with pain. The majority of his clients are people of color. And he said, man, I want empathy. My friend, God is up to and we need to pay attention. If you don't have a prayer life, get a prayer life. Did you see, you see Ian? He don't look nothing like me. He ain't 58 years old. Oh, that bastard done. He'll be done my prayer. Huh? And the brother back... Look, y'all, I'm going to say something to the music people. Don't put the bass people. Oh, you can't even see the brother now. Come on. Uh, then I said, where is he at? Where is the but, but, again, he's doing what? He's praying. He's praying. And he's also serving in other churches. So would you clap your hands for him that he would serve with us, help us out like that? Thank you, brother. The place in which they were gathered together was shaken, and they were all filled with the Holy Spirit and continued to speak the word of God with boldness. Ladies and gentlemen, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And that happened in homes. They were getting filled with the Holy Spirit. Now the full number of those who believed were of one heart, soul. No one said that any of the things that belonged to him was his own, but they had everything common. Come on with me, sister. And with great power, the apostles were giving their testimony to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Ladies and gentlemen, please tell somebody that Jesus is alive. Turn to him right now. Say, Jesus is alive. Like, sorry, and say, he's here now. Come on. And do that tomorrow when you go to work.
Just go ahead. Somebody said, wait, what do you do? Hey, you know what? I just want to tell you that Jesus Christ is alive right now, and he's standing right here with you and me. Well, how do you know? Because he lives inside of me. Well, how do you know that? Because I believe his word. Well, how do you know that? Because he spoke it to me. Well, how do you know that? Because I walk by faith and not by sight. Well, how do you know that? Well, why are you asking all these questions? <laughs> yeah, why? Stop it in the name of Jesus. Be loose from those questions. Ooh, okay, yeah, yeah. Keep it, keep it rolling, sis. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, this is the same one. Verse 34, look at this. There was not a needy person among them, for as many as were owners of lands of houses sold them and brought the proceeds of what was sold and laid it at the apostles' feet, and it was distributed to each as any had need. Ladies and gentlemen, we are not playing. We're going to love each other so fiercely. We're going we're gonna to shake this community so strong because we're just going to try our best to position ourselves to do the Bible. Well, Pastor Don, what are you telling me? I'm just telling you to position your heart for God to do something supernaturally. And if anybody say, Pastor Don told me to sell my house and put the money at his feet, that's a lie. Not say that. I said position yourself so that God could tell you what he wants to do to make us look supernatural in 2019. Are we willing? Quickly, quickly, done, finished. All right, here we go, just a few. Then they left the presence of the council rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for his name. Like I told you, say stuff at work tomorrow. Say something to somebody about Jesus and see what happens. They might go off on you, but what should you do? You be like, you, go, you leave the break room like happy. Hey, man, you know what, dude just persecuted me because I said the name of Jesus. Whoa, that was awesome. Yep, some of y'all never have experienced it. I've experienced it. Oh, boy, it's fun. Oh, it is. For somebody to be mad at me because I love Jesus, that's exciting. You've never experienced that? You know why? Because you're undercover. You're undercover. They don't know. If I came to your job, how many people would know that you're a passionate follower of Jesus? The 10th person I talked to or the first one? Or nobody? <laughs> See, I told you early on, now, now the pastor down, you're judging me. See, I told you, I told you it was coming. No, I got mercy for you, but I'll speak the truth to you to provoke you. Rejoicing that they were counted worthy to suffer dishonor for the name. And every day in the temple, and where? They did not. All right, now, this is the, the master blaster bomb I'm about to drop right now. This one right here going to irritate you, baby toenail. Here we go. Eastern Fellowship House Churches. Eastern Fellowship people who are part of this local church. How much are you teaching and preaching that Christ, that Jesus is the Christ? How much is that happening in your house? No, I'm not talking about, ooh, people come over to my house and we chit-chat. About what? Again, don't be mad at me. But if we want to see what, what we see in the word, we got to live the word. That's what we got to do. I'm telling you, and you know what? I love it because I can say this because I live it. I'd be like, yeah, when people come to my house, what do I be talking about? I'm talking about Jesus. I can't help myself. It just, it just, it just. You see, is, that, is, is Jesus that real to you? Oh, you got to conjure it up. Ooh, I got to remember. I got to talk about Jesus. See that? Ooh. Okay, yes, Lord. Let my people go. Okay, Lord. <laughs> yes, sir. The Lord has spoken. Let his people go. <laughs> go ahead to the next verse. Look at this. Devout men buried Stephen and made great lamentation over him. But Saul was ravaging the church. Look where he found the church. Where did he find it? and entering house after. Would that happen? If Apostle Paul was looking for the true ecclesia, the true people of God, would he come to your house? Crazy. 
come to your would he come to your apartment? Would he come to your dorm? Houses he would come to. Because the Bible said give honor to He would come to board and let he would come to the lees. Well, when are you going to say my name, Pastor Don? See, you're wrong. You're wrong as you can be. You better know yourself. Father, I thank you. And Lord, bless sister name again. I just Elena. Bless Elena, God. She did all that work. And I use about five slides. Help her, Jesus. Let her forgive me. But Lord, we thank you that you are real. You know, you are so real. And you want something to happen for people in the home. It's amazing. Elena, go ahead. Quickly, look. It's Ephesians verses. It's the verses. Keep going. Keep going until you get to Ephesians. I'm going to say Ephesians. Boom. Keep going. Boom. There you go. There you go. There you go. You see, you see all those slides? Right there. I mean, those are the slides. Brother, I ain't use none of them. Gone. Skipped all of them. But look at this. Look at this. Oh, man, the screen ain't down all the way. All right. For through him, we both have access in one spirit to the Father. So then you are no longer strangers and aliens. But you are fellow citizens. Thank you, Stephen. Get up for Stephen. But you are fellow citizens with the saints. And look, this is the point I want to make. Members of the household of God. Members of the household of God. See, we're in God's family. You see that? Thank you, young man. You, you, you stared me back down. I love it, bro. You be like, yeah, bro, I'm with you. The household of God. So don't think I'm talking this house stuff like la, la, la. No, 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 no. There's something of revelation there that God has always intended that our home, because he wants this to be the way we live, not something we go and do. Tell you, preacher. We're in the, we've been born into the household of God. So if I'm in the household of God, my house should be a godly If the apostle Paul was looking to persecute the ecclesia, the church today, he should come to my Look at your neighbor. He should come. And you put the end to it yourself. He should come. He should come to my house. There you go, sweet. You made me say that. Sure did. I'm old and I can bless you like that. All right. Verse 22. In him you also are being built together into a dwelling place. See, I couldn't get into the spiritual side of it. But it's all pretty a metaphor to help us understand. Know you not, you are the temple of the Holy Spirit. Your natural house, your spiritual house, it all should be for God. We as a spiritual family, we've been born into the household of God. If the, I think the choir is singing, sweetie. Y'all going to go back up. Come on up. Yeah. Praise God. We're going to have a response time again. Praise God. Go get you. You can go get your children and resurrect the uh, teachers over there. If something happens, <laughs> raise them from the dead. Rise up. Y'all knew Pastor Don was preaching. I think they paid a little extra on my Sundays. Praise God. Look, since they're leaving, but let me give you a serious situation. You, uh, we really need to be praying about uh, children's ministry. Serious. Because we need the kids to be safe. 
And so this is the other reason we better get good at worshiping in our homes. Amen? So that we don't uh, misappropriate anything. So thank you, Lord. Just close your eyes for a second here. They're going to sing some songs. We got the pillows up. If you want to go pray, if you're saying, wow, yeah, I want to do better at my house. Being a place. I want to be better to opening myself up that worshiping at home is godly. It's where the original ecclesia was birthed. This is not an add-on. It's not a strange thing. It's not small group. It's what God has always intended. But are you open? Are you open to maybe hosting something in your home? Are you open to contacting Pastor Doug and saying, wow, I, I heard that. I, I, want, I want a house church. I want to start a house church. And the Lord added to the church, to the Would you be willing to open your home for that addition? So thank you. Use this response time. Let people be willing to be provoked. Amen. Just stand if you're not standing. Could you just stand with us? Thank you so much for being here today. If you are, I'm noticing a lot of faces today that I don't have a clue who you are. And if you, you know, kind of like, yeah, I've been, I've been coming here for like three months. Would you come up here and at least? Say hi to me. I would appreciate that. Please pray for us. Amen. I was, I'm, I'm serious. Pray for us. Please pray about the whole children's ministry. It's a serious situation. Um, and pray for our homes. Amen. That we would authentically open up our homes like never before. So that the Lord might add those who are being saved. Hey, 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 I'm going to do this and y'all, y'all, y'all good. Could we, could, could we go back to the steel one? The steel, could we do just a little bit of that so Pastor Don can get his praise on?
Just keep that groove right there. The reason I asked him to do that is because I know several people in this choir who are up there right now. For them to sing that song, it's real for them. They're not just singing a song. They got stuff in their lives. They got stuff happening in their families. They're trying to figure stuff out. And they got to know that still you are God. Still you are God. You can go ahead and start folding your chair, but we're going to keep singing. Still you are God. Still you are God. Still you are God. Hey. Still. Still you are God. Still you are God. Oh, we know you are we know you know still still you are god still you are god still you are god you are god you are god still you are god you can hold your chance really for real hey church roots sing a song for a whole hour <laughs> come on y'all can go come on really fold your chairs baby we gonna keep doing this we gonna keep doing it come on help us with the chairs go ahead and fold your chairs hey hey you are the God our hearts are broken <laughs> we're going through all kind of stuff <laughs> but you keep our spirit still you are the God 